0: Alright, this is Say What You Will Radio, the YouTube channel, and you're watching or listening to The John Smith Show. Hey, if you want to be a guest today, the number is 602-475-2000, or of course, you've got the chat room. Either one works for me. Alright, we got a couple stories today. We've got the breaking news today about James O'Keefe. He strikes again. Man, uh, this guy he's unbelievable talk about a guy that I would love to work for that would be James O'Keefe without a doubt I'll tell you about what he did I'm sure you heard by now but we'll get into that uh, we got the media they ignore a, a devoutly religious Biden's embarrassing Bible gaffe you know after they freaked out about Trump's two Corinthians remark yeah wait till you hear what Biden had to say uh, it's embarrassing it's embarrassing well, apparently now wearing a mask or not wearing a mask, I should say, in public is an act of domestic terrorism, according to L.A. County Health Officer. Huh. These people are getting more and more insane. Uh, we got some information about Bette Midler. She's actually our jag-off of the day today. She's such an idiot. All these Hollywood stooges. Oh, my goodness. How about Nigel Farage? Uh, he's the, the guy that is uh, really in charge of the uh, the Brexit over in England. He said China is licking its chops at the thought of a Biden presidency. Absolutely. We've been saying that since day one. Biden would love to have, or I'm sorry, China would love to have Biden sitting in the Oval Office because he's a Well, he's a Chinese sympathizer, and we'll get into that. There's another bar I told you the other day about the bar in New York that said we're not shutting down and Cuomo can come grab our liquor license off the wall if he is man enough. Well, there's an Illinois man who refuses to close down his bar and restaurant amid a second shutdown, despite uh, Governor Pritzker's order. We'll talk about that. And I've got more uh, stories to talk about if we get that far. Uh, But once again, this is the John Smith show. I don't play well with liberals, as the sign says behind me. Uh, But you are welcome to call regardless of your viewpoints. Uh, This is Say What You Will Radio. That's the whole point. We're here to say what we will because we believe in the First Amendment and we believe in freedom of speech. If you want to be the caller, it's 602-475-2000, or you can use the chat. Again, either way, makes no difference to me. Uh, You may be listening tonight on Say What You Will Radio, you may be listening to Good Talk Radio, or you may be watching us on Cutting Edge TV on Roku. I'm just glad you're here. Well, uh, James O'Keefe. How about this guy? Like I said, man, if there was if there was one person in the media I would work for, that would be James O'Keefe. The dude is solid. CNN uh, PR team tweets baseless legal threats against James O'Keefe following exposé announcement. Now, if you're not sure, let me kind of back up a little bit. Uh James O'Keefe he had uh he was able to get the dial-in uh, phone number information for the daily CNN call with all the executives, including Jeff Zucker. Uh, so he would call in every day. They wouldn't know he was calling in because they're that dumb. I don't know what type of uh, phone system or, you know, meeting software they're using, but apparently he was able to call in for the past two weeks and record That's pretty amazing. So he recorded uh, the entire meetings. And of course, left wing Zucker, well, of course, he said a lot of stupid things on these meetings. And I guess when James O'Keefe finally had uh, enough information, then he decided to uh, actually unmute himself on the teleconference and let Zucker know that he was there. He was listening and he's been recording and he's about to release all this information let me play you the clip because he actually did this while he was live he was streaming live while he called into the cnn <laughs> executive uh, news meeting and uh, well just listen to what he had to say
1: Washington. you're unmuted. hey jeff sucker you there Hey, yes. this is James O'Keefe. Uh, we've been listening to your CNN calls for basically two months, uh, recording everything. Um, just wanted to ask you some questions, if you have a minute. Um, do you still feel you're the most trusted name in news? Because I have to say, from what I've been hearing on these phone calls, I don't know about that. I mean, we've got a lot of recordings that indicate you're not really that uh, independent of a, of a journalist.
2: Okay. Um, thank you for... Uh, thank you for Uh, your comments. Um, So everybody, in light of that, I think what we'll do is we'll we'll set up a a, a new system and we'll uh, we'll be back with you. We'll do the rest of the call uh, a little bit later. We're going to release those
1: recordings today at 7 o'clock, so stay tuned. Mm -hmm. It's going to be fun. Thanks, everybody. Have a good day. Yeah, you too. So um, you just heard me talk to uh, uh, the president of CNN, Jeff Zucker, and inform him that that we are going to release uh, a number of recordings today. Uh, I unmuted myself into the conference line, and they're still on there. They're listening to me right now.
0: All right. So that was live streaming. He called out Zucker right during Zucker's big leadership meeting. <laughs> well, then he po- He went on Twitter, and he let the world know. He said, uh, Breaking, this was him on Twitter. He says, uh, Project Veritas, that's the, the name of his organization, James, o- James O'Keefe's, he says, Project Veritas live streams President Jeff Zucker's 9 a.m. editorial phone call with CNN senior leadership, right? He tweets that, and he has a picture and, uh, of the clip that I just played you. And uh, so CNN responds. They're so dumb. It was actually CNN Communications, the communications, the legal experts, over there at CNN, uh, they respond and said, legal experts say this may be a felony. We've referred it to law enforcement. All right. So they're trying to now scare James O'Keefe from releasing the audio, which he still released it. Okay. Apparently their little scare tactics didn't work over there at CNN communications. Uh, So he responded, uh, let's see where it says, um, his response was in there somewhere. Anyway, so basically he responded and he says, well, I spoke to uh, my attorneys and they assured me that I've done nothing wrong. So basically get ready. And he started dumping the audio uh, this evening. I think it was about 5 p.m. my time mountain time. I think it was 7 p.m. Pacific time. He started dumping the audio. Uh, there's part of the audio, and I don't, I don't have this portion of it, uh, just due to time crunches, but uh, senior executives at CNN have been caught on tape claiming that Fox News has, quote, naked racism and a, quote, white supremacy hour. Referring to Tucker Carlson's nightly show, the leaked CNN internal audio calls were covertly recorded by Project Veritas James O'Keefe. Yeah. Yeah, so White Supremacy Hour is how uh, Zuckerberg, or I'm sorry, Zucker, Jeff Zucker. I get the two confused, Facebook and CNN. Uh, They might as well be the same people. Uh, But yeah, Jeff Zucker... Refers to Tucker Carlson as white supremacy hour and that it's naked racism. Now, that's just outrageous. And for a president of a quote unquote news company, I don't think he ought to be saying those things. Now, we have, I do have some uh, audio from where uh, he talks about Trump himself. Just listen to this for yourself. Jeff Zucker, president of CNN,
1: explains to his editorial team on the 9 a.m. call that we recorded that they should, quote, lean in to not normalizing Trump's erratic behavior.
2: Listen to this. Okay, I, I just want to reemphasize that, uh, you know, I, I think we, we cannot normalize what has happened here uh, in the last week with trump and his behavior and I, I go back to what david said david chalian said that this is a president who knows he's losing who knows he's in trouble mm. uh is sick, he's sick maybe is uh on on uh the after effects of steroids or not i don't know but he is acting erratically and desperately and we we need to uh uh Uh, we need to we need to not normalize that you know this is what we've come to expect uh, for the last three and a half years four years
0: you're not biased are you
2: clearly is exacerbated by uh the time that we're in and the issues that he's dealing with and i think that we cannot just let let it be normalized he is all over the place and Mm. acting erratically and i think we need to lean into that
0: was he acting erratically For the past three or four years. I mean, that's obviously, uh, you know, if you hate Trump and of course you're going to agree with Zuckerberg. But this guy, he's supposed to be a journalist. He's supposed to be the top journalist at CNN. And what you're hearing and what's coming out from this James O'Keefe recordings is that he is not at all open-minded he's extremely biased you can tell that he's got contempt for president trump we knew that all along but what's beautiful about this is they can't deny it they can't go on tv and deny it's happening now now i haven't uh been i i haven't had a chance to watch any cnn to see uh if they're even talking about this i'm sure they're not they're they're right now they're they've got a room full of 50 lawyers and they're trying to figure out what they can do to stop this but i mean the cat's out of the bag jeff zucker is a phony and now it's proven we everybody on the right's known this right we've been well aware how biased cnn has been towards Trump. I mean, come on, they're the lap dogs of the Democratic Party over there. We know that. But now it's, it's proven. Now the people that watch CNN, they can't deny it. They can't say, oh, well, that's just your opinion. No, this is right out of the horse's mouth, man. So I'm going to make a prediction on the John Smith show and these predictions, you know, I can always be proven wrong, and that's fine. But, you know, you got to risk it for the biscuit. I'm going to say that Jeff Zucker resigns probably Friday evening when it's the quietest news cycle. Friday evening, Saturday morning, we're going to wake up and Jeff Zucker will have been resigned. Again, it could happen sooner. It might not happen at all. But if it happens, that's my over-under. That's the over-under. I would say probably, I don't know, Friday evening about 8 o'clock? I don't know. 6 o'clock, 8 o'clock? That's my over-under. So if you you guys are into wagering, and these, of course, are just gentleman bets, but if you're into wagering, is it going to happen before then? Or is it going to happen after then? We'll see. We will see. But I just, you know, can't deny it now, Jeff Sucker. You can't deny it now. You got caught with your hand in the cookie jar, buddy. And you got crumbs all over your lips. All right, so that's all good information. How about... uh, the media. You remember when the media got all over Donald Trump? Let me. Before I get into this story, actually, I do want to talk about one of my sponsors, and of course, that's Gray Feather Farm. Now, uh, Ginger, she's a uh, Gray Feather Farm products user, and and just so you know, Gray Feather Farm products are uh, all natural skincare products. Ginger says, I love the Great Feather Farm products. I am a repeat customer. I started using this for our uh, Belgian-German shepherd mix who has uh, skin issues and allergies. I cut the capsule open and put two or three drops in his water bowl and then rub a few drops on his belly. He loves it, and it's helped so, so much. I do this process two or three times a week. Now, I personally take it orally as well. And she's talking about the emu caplets. I personally take it orally as well, about three times a week, and it helps with my dry skin from hypothyroidism. It also helps get rid of sunspots. Now, if you notice on the screen, I've got the uh, Grey Feather Farm Crack Attack gift bag. This comes with the uh, lotion and the cream, Crack Attack cream and Crack Attack lotion. The lotion's brand new. It's a brand new product, and it comes with that beautiful bag as well, that gift bag. And if you order now and you use the link that's going to be below this video after it's over, you'll get free shipping. So guys, right now's the time. I mean, it's the 1st of December, guys. You got 24 days to deliver. And I'm telling you, I don't know a single lady out there who doesn't love skincare products. And when you throw this at her, you put these, these items in her stocking and she sees that you went the extra mile to get the all natural stuff. Big points, guys. I'm telling you, you're going to score big points. So check them out. Click the link below this video. You can go to any one of the videos in the past couple months. You'll find the link. It ends in Smith. That's my last name. That's how you'll know you're in the right spot. Click that link. You're going to get free shipping anywhere in the United States. All right. Get rid of that. All right. Back to the show. So um, I was saying the media, man, they had, they were like having a coronary when uh, Donald Trump said 2 Corinthians when he was referring to the Bible instead of 2 Corinthians. Now, I will tell you, A lot of people say two Corinthians because that's what it, it, when it's written in the Bible, if you open up to second Corinthians, you'll see that there's a number two Corinthians. So a lot of people refer to it that way. It's a common mistake, but man, the media, they just beat them up and beat them up and beat them up. And I think Jeff Zucker was one of those guys. Well, the other day, a befuddled Joe Biden gave a speech in which he referred repeatedly to the psalmist, David, as, quote, the palmist. Hmm. But the mainstream media and CNN and Jeff Zucker, man, they all kept their mouths shut. They didn't report this. The palmist. He apparently was confused which letter in the biblical reference is silent. It's the P, by the way, not the S. Howie Carr transcribed the remarks verbatim. Quote, and if we do, and I'm sure we can, we can presclaim the palmist. I'm not sure what presclaim means. The palmist. With the palmist who wrote these following words, the Lord is my strength and my shield. I do have the sound clip. Let's play it.
3: And if we do, and I'm sure we can, we can proclaim the palmist with the palmist who wrote these following words. The Lord is my strength and my shield.
0: Now, as of press time, the flub has received precisely no coverage from the big media, including Jeff Zucker and CNN over there. Only in conservative media, of course. Uh, now, the conservative media, to be fair, they also played the clips of Trump talking about two Corinthians. Because, see, we're not, we're not afraid to admit when our guy makes a mistake. Because if you don't show it, you're biased, right? If you do show it, hey, you're fair. And that's all we want from the media is just to be fair, and thanks to James O'Keefe, we know that Jeff Zucker and CNN. Well, they're the furthest thing from fair, and he's going to keep releasing. You got to realize he has two months worth of meetings of recorded material—two months—and you know Jeff Zucker. He's not—he's not, uh, he's not uh, watching what he says on these calls because apparently he didn't realize that there were people listening in. He thought he just had him and his uh, cohorts on the calls. Uh, anyway here, uh, forgetting which letter in Psalmist is silent, isn't the biggest deal in the world, but it provides an excellent example of how corrupted our media have been for the last four years. That's because during the 2016 campaign, Donald Trump gave a speech at Liberty University where he referred to St. Paul's second epistle to the, uh, the Corinthians as two Corinthians. It's usually, uh, but by no means always, said as Second Corinthians. Scottish Christians, such as Trump's mother, say it the way he did. You see? Other parts of the world. And listen, I've been in church. I, I've, I have gone to church almost every Sunday for probably the past, And I've missed some time, of course, between churches when I transition from one to another or whatever, maybe one closes or what, you know, you get it. But I would say probably for the past 18 to 20 years, almost every Sunday, I have heard many, many uh, preachers refer to one Corinthians and two Corinthians, not a major mistake. Uh, Let's see here. The media immediately pounced on the alleged flub and kept pouncing on it as recently as four days ago. CNN said it was a mistake that raised questions about his biblical knowledge as he courts evangelical voters. Yeah.
3: CNN, Jeff Zucker, the liar. Uh, gee, I, I, I guess Trump must not really be a Christian. If he doesn't know that it's 2 Corinthians instead of 2 Corinthians, well, then he's not a Christian, says CNN.
0: NPR said he mispronounced the book of the Bible. Even People uh, Magazine made fun of him, saying he flubbed a Bible reference. Quote, Trump, uh, Trump bungles Bible reference at Liberty University. Reported Politico's Blake Hounshell. Politico, incidentally, has not yet reported on Biden's flum. F- I'm sorry, flub. And is unlikely to. Let's listen again.
3: And if we do, and I'm sure we can, we can proclaim pers- the palmist.
0: The palmist.
3: With the palmist who wrote
0: the palmist who these wrote these
3: following words. The Lord is my strength and my shield.
0: All right. So there you go. Blatant uh, uh, bias in the media. But we all know that. Everybody, the conservative uh, side of the aisle, we know how uh, biased the media is. Oh, but but thankfully, James O'Keefe, he's got the proof. And it's pretty exciting. So I can't wait. I cannot wait until more of these sound clips come out from from that jerk over at CNN. Uh, Not wearing a mask. In public is now an act of domestic terrorism, according to an L.A. County health officer. Hmm. L.A. Quote, if it were up to me, anybody not wearing a mask when they are out in public would be arrested. Dr. Muntu Davis said. Muntu. Uh, the health officer of Los Angeles County said that those who don't wear masks in public in response to the coronavirus pandemic are guilty of an act of domestic terrorism. Quote, act of domestic terrorism. The Los Angeles Daily News reported. Uh, what are the details? If it were up to me, anybody not wearing a mask when they are out in public should be arrested. That's an act of domestic terrorism, and it should be treated like one. Davis's declaration came as county public health officials have been faced with dramatically increased rates of transmission and potentially exponential growths of growths of death in the coming weeks as hospital rooms fill up again and depleted hospital staffs scramble to keep up. The Daily News noted, well, here's the thing. All you uh, chuckleheads over there in L.A. I did a story yesterday. And uh, uh, let me bring it up here. If you recall, the Democratic-run city uh, known as Los Angeles, well, they defunded police by $150 million. And now they have the highest homicide rate in over a decade. So they're cutting police. By $150 million in their budget, people are getting murdered there faster than they've been murdered in over a decade. And this idiot, Montu Davis, Dr. Montu Davis, now he wants people arrested for not wearing masks. They have a murder problem over in L.A. Murder. Murder. Now, he should be equally concerned about murder or maybe more so because when you murder someone, guess what? That person's dead. I don't know if Dr. Montu Davis understands that, but what's he worried about if I don't wear a mask? Is he worried that what? People are going to die. Well, aren't people dying due to murder? He sees that as the same now. I don't know who's going to arrest all these people that are committing these acts of terrorism by not wearing their mask, but I think the cops, it sounds to me like they got their hands full already over there, and now they're underfunded by $150 million, and they don't have the assets to put on the streets to stop murder. You know, when someone pulls a gun out, an illegal weapon, and shoots someone else in the head. They don't have the assets to handle that situation, but this clown, he wants the police to walk around and arrest people for acts of domestic terrorism for not wearing a face diaper. Oh, this stuff. Have we had enough yet? I think we need to revolt against the Republican Party. I really do, in in a good way. And I'm talking about MAGA people. I'm talking about Trump supporters. I think it's time. I really do. And I'm going down a rabbit hole here a little bit, but I think it's time. I think we need to create a legitimate third party. And here's the thing, okay? I think if we do go about creating a, a legitimate third party who believes in, uh, America first, then we got to vet the candidates who are welcome in the party. And it's gotta be like a, somehow they've got to have, uh, you know, a handful of leaders across the country who kind of oversee the party, not just one, not just, not just the head, like the head of the GOP. Cause they're always corrupt. We need a multiple group of people scattered across the country. And if you're going to run on the MAGA party, then you've got to be vetted and you've got to be approved to even be a candidate for the MAGA party. And you also have to sign an agreement. This is like, if you want to run as a politician under the MAGA party, you have to sign an agreement that if you back away from any one of the, the, let's say we come up with uh, eight principles that these eight principles you must follow. If you get elected and you go to Washington, these are the eight principles you must follow. And you violate any one of them. You have to sign an agreement that when or if and when you do violate any one of these principles, that you automatically resign your seat. And then we'll have another special election and get another MAGA candidate in there. But we've got to start putting together a group of candidates with people of people that believe in the constitution that believe in actually protecting the constitution in in uh you know ruling by the constitution and if these bozo republicans out there if they want to be part of the maga maga party they can but they've got to sign that agreement or they can just put their tail between their legs because the Republican party will fail to die. The GOP done. There won't be enough people to keep the GOP alive. That's a beast that requires billions and billions of dollars to keep that animal alive. No, we just, we just defund the GOP and wipe them out. And we take those dollars and we put it into the MAGA party and we vet our candidates and we say, listen, you're not welcome in the MAGA party. You know, like those idiot, that idiot uh, senator up in Maine and that idiot senator up in Alaska and that other douche up in Utah. Yeah, you're not welcome in the MAGA party. So you can either be part of the dead Republican party. Or you can go join your buddies over there at the Democratic Party. We don't want you. It's that simple. It's that simple. And I think we could, I I believe this could happen. We defund the GOP. We fund the mega party. And you have guidelines. You can't just, not just anybody can walk around and call themselves a MAGA Republican or a MAGA, whatever we, whatever we come up with. No, these are the eight principles you must stick by. You violate any of them, you must resign. If not, all of your funding goes away. That's it, you're broke. All right, off to the rabbit hole there. I'm back. Um, Let's talk about, uh, let's get back to the uh, article here. Uh, Limiting a certain activity that can easily result in increased cases like outdoor dining at restaurants is done to try to get our case rates lower so we can move to a less restricted tier and open more businesses, Davis added, according to the Daily News. We know what we have to do, but not enough people are doing it. The paper uh, said health officials worry that such resources could be overwhelmed across the country as more people ignore public health guidelines. Uh, indeed County supervisors last week barred outdoor dining at restaurants. Not that, uh, it prevented supervisor Sheila cool from doing just that only hours after her vote for the ban. Yeah. How about what, what is up with these people? In fact, I was going to talk about that article. Uh, let's see where it is. Here we go. Yeah. Uh, a California county supervisor, this is kind of bleeding from one article to the next, a California county supervisor dined outdoors only hours after voting to ban outdoor dining, apparent, uh, according to Fox 11. Shortly after Los Angeles County Supervisor Sheila Cool voted Tuesday to ban outdoor dining, calling outdoor dining a, quote, most dangerous situation. A most dangerous situation, sitting outside and eating a taco. I'm sure CNN reported that too, and they probably agree. Jeff Zucker over there, the liar, the documented liar, he's probably on uh, Sheila Kuhl's side. Eating a taco outside is the most dangerous situation, according to Sheila Kuhl. Well, she was seen dining outside at the Santa Monica restaurant, uh, to forno, to trattoria, whatever that is. It's, I bet they have tacos, or maybe it's Italian. I don't know. I don't know what it is. Uh, Cole admitted, though, uh, through a spokesman, that she dined at the uh, the second forno. I don't know what. It, maybe two forno. I don't know what it is. Quote on the very last day, it was permissible. Oh, well, that's oh. Oh, well, see, there you go, right? It's just like Newsom when he went up to that swanky restaurant. He said it was all outdoors, remember? And they were all wearing masks. And then all of a sudden, the pictures showed up, and they weren't outdoors at all. They were all indoors. And it wasn't just a couple people. It was like 24 people. None of them had masks on, and they were so loud and obnoxious that they were pissing off the rest of the restaurant. And that's why the people came over and started taking pictures.
3: They all have an excuse. Oh, well, you know, I should have, uh, once I walked in and saw all the people, I should have uh, probably just turned around and uh, left. I should have used better judgment. So learn from my mistake, boys and girls. No, you're living high on the hog.
0: You're living like there's no uh, COVID whatsoever. You're in a closed room with 24 people. You got no masks on. You're sitting right next to each other, laughing it up and hollering and screaming. And then you got up from your chairs and that you were making your rounds around talking to people because it was a big birthday for your buddy. But then you got busted. Just like Jeff Zucker, he got busted. Boy, isn't it, isn't it amazing that the light of truth is being shined on all these weasels? Well, now you got this
3: idiot Sheila Cool. She's like, oh yeah, I was there, but it was on the very last day that it was possible or permissible.
0: But wait a minute, you said earlier that day that it was the most dangerous situation to eat a taco outside on a patio, the most dangerous situation, but it was okay because it was permissible. When you got busted, you see, they're all phonies and people like Jeff Zucker and all these liars in the media, they're on their 9am call while you guys are out. We're all out working, busting our ass, paying taxes, trying to make things work. We're trying to figure life out right now. We're the ones that are paying the price while all the bars are getting shut down. People's small businesses that they built over decades are being closed and will never reopen. We're out trying to make it work 9 a.m. We're trying to figure it out. And Zucker, he's on his 9 a.m. call trying to plan how to lie to Americans. When are we going to have enough? When's enough enough? This lady, it's the most dangerous situation to eat outside. But then she gets caught and, well, it's its still permissible. The outdoor dining ban went into effect Wednesday, the publication reported. Uh, she loves the second Forno, or whatever this place is called. I'm just guessing. I don't know if it's, you know, it could be two Forno it could be 2 corinthians second corinthians second forno i don't know i don't care anyway she loves this restaurant has uh, been saddened to see it like so many restaurants suffer from a decline in revenue the spokes the spokesperson oh so she was doing everybody a favor when you go out to eat you know you the pawn when you go out to eat you're trying to kill everybody. It's the most dangerous situation ever in the history of life. But when she does it, her intentions are good because she loves the restaurant and she just wants to keep them in business. Quote, she ate there taking appropriate precautions. Oh, well, she's, see, you see, she can take the appropriate precautions because she's just such a good person. But you people are not good people. You're not going to take the necessary precautions. So what you do is you create the most dangerous situation where she takes the appropriate precautions because she's got a big heart for the owner of this restaurant. And this idiot spokesperson for Sheila Cole goes on to say and sadly we will not dine there again until our public health orders permit Cole uh, did not immediately respond to a request for comment from the Daily Caller News yeah no kidding she'll get on the phone with Zucker good old Jeff Zucker the documented liar she'll get on the phone with him and he'll figure out a way to get her on TV Uh huh. So she can apologize. All all she, well, liberal privilege. All she's got to do is go on uh, to Twitter and apologize. And uh, because she's a liberal, she's got the privilege of not being held accountable. Managers at the restaurant told Fox 11 that they didn't want to get involved and declined to comment. Yeah. Yeah. When you've got fascists like her, like Cool. That are control you know, that are in charge of your liquor license. You don't you keep your mouth shut. Uh-huh. This is a serious health emergency and we must take it seriously, Cole said during the Tuesday LA County Board of Supervisors meeting. The servers are not protected from us, and they're not protected from their other tables that they're serving at that particular time, plus all the hours in which they're working. A plethora of lawmakers across the country have been caught flouting their coronavirus restrictions, attending protests, and ignoring their own social distancing guidelines. You're damn right they are. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. The mayor of D.C. and the governor of New York traveled to high-risk states. Democratic leaders in New York were photographed attending a mostly maskless birthday party. Yeah, remember that? And the governor of California and mayor of, of Philadelphia were photographed on separate occasions, ignoring their own state restrictions on dining. These incidents sparked outrage across the country in the past week. Video footage posted in late November showed Democratic New Jersey Governor Phil Murphy Confronted by two angry protesters who yelled at him, quote, you're such a dick, end quote. How are you doing? How are you doing? A woman asked the governor who was dining outside without a mask, which is in accordance with New Jersey uh, coronavirus restrictions. You're having fun with your family. In the meantime, you're having all kind of other BS going on at your house. So there you go. Um, when's enough enough, people? When are we gonna say enough is enough? I've I'm about there. I I mean I am there. I'm beyond there. I'm I'm sick and tired of the GOP spineless cowards that call themselves conservatives when they're not. They're as progressive as Nancy Pelosi. They just hide it better. They just get elected based on conservative principles, but then they get into D.C. and they turn, they morph back into their spineless little cowards they are. I'm sick and tired of the GOP. I'm tired of them. It's time to defund the GOP. I'm sick and tired of all these politicians acting as if they are somehow supreme beings. acting like they are God's gift to the world. But the truth shall set us free. And the light of the truth is is shining on these little scumbags, nice and bright. But we have to keep our eyes open to see it. And when we see it, we can't let them forget about it. Just like the governor of Illinois over Thanksgiving no Thanksgiving for Illinoisans, none. Can't have Thanksgiving. Except he got on a plane and he flew down to Florida so that he could be with his family nice and free down in Florida for Thanksgiving. we got to put an end to this. You got to put an end to this crap. And speaking of crap, let me uh, have Ranger Rob tell you guys all about his amazing... Uh, Oops, his amazing pet poopy bags.
3: Hello friends, this is Ranger Rob and I'd like to talk to you about dog poop. That's right, dog poop. I invented Ranger Rob Pet Poopy Bags, a very large bag with handles. My bags support large and small dogs and smell like lemon. They are strong and affordable. You can find Ranger Rob Pet Poopy Bags at Amazon. They come in sheets or in rolls and come with a dispenser. Once you try Ranger Rob Pet Poopy Bags, you'll never want to go back. So come join us, go to Amazon and try Ranger Rob Pet Poopy Bags today. All right, it's time for the Jag Off of the Day.
0: All right, far-left actress Bette Midler rips conservatives. Wealthy people, quote, sailing by us in their yachts. Then she's reminded of her bank account. Quote, I'm a huge fan, but if I'm not mistaken, you're pretty rich, one observer replied. Far-left actress Bette Midler, and longtime member of the Hollywood elite, I call them the Hollywood stooge, the Hollywood stooges, is taking it on the chin for a tone-deaf tweet in which she ripped conservatives and wealthy people, quote, sailing by us in their yachts.
3: Sailing by us in their yachts? Bette Midler said, yeah.
0: What did she tweet? Uh, Midler on Sunday hopped on Twitter and made her case, quote, how will Americans make any progress with Moscow Mitch As Senate majority majority leader, Moscow Mitch. She's so clever. You know, for all of these, this talent that's supposedly oozing out of the pores of Hollywood, they are the most like unclever, non-clever human beings on the face of the earth. When they're not told what to say, like they they are in all their movies. All they do is repeat what's on the paper for crying out loud. But when they don't have that paper, when they don't have that uh, uh, script to memorize and they have to think for themselves, they are the most boring, unoriginal people on the face of the earth. And they're miserable. I mean, for crying out loud. Her and Alyssa Milano and Meathead, Rob Reiner, they are. You go on their Twitter, you want to hang yourself by the time you're done reading their page. They're so miserable. It's unbelievable. And they have no talent, they can't think for themselves. They're like wet paint, boring. Anyway, she says, how will Americans make any progress with, quote, or hashtag Moscow Mitch? (laughs) As the Senate majority leader, she asked, quote, he'll block every piece of legislation created to move us forward. What does that mean exactly? Bet. What does it mean to move forward? Exactly. Because everything that your perverts are doing over there in Hollywood that stuff has been going on since the beginning of time. So I'm not sure it's like what do you what are you moving forward to? What what does that mean? She says that's because that's the definition of, of uh, conservatism is to stop everybody from moving forward. Yeah. We'll be treading, uh, treading water for years, she says, except the rich sailing by us in their yachts. Hmm. She's so dumb she forgot she has money. Well, what was the reaction to this moronic statement? Uh, some folks who read Midler's tweet are more than a little bit taken back by her hypocrisy. Quote, I agree, Bet, and I'm a huge fan, but uh, if I'm not mistaken, you're pretty rich, one commenter wrote back. So uh, while I agree that Mitch needs to go, you probably shouldn't call out rich people when you're one of them. Maybe call out rich people and get them to support the cause and help out. Eh, Just a suggestion, the writer says. Another person said, "Uh, you are the rich laugh out loud. McConnell isn't the most conservative, but he's wise for blocking anything you call moving forward. Thank you very much. Because what the hell does that mean? Anyway, Uh, you wouldn't know the definition of conservatism, even if someone explained it to you in third grade level terms in crayon. I like that. Uh, Another person said, uh, what is your net worth? Bet baby. Why haven't you put your money where your loud mouth is and give it a, uh, give it away voluntarily to help those worse uh, worse off than you? Yeah, that's the thing, right? Isn't that the thing? Uh, she was probably saying this from her uh, beachfront property over in Malibu. I don't know. I don't care enough to even look look at her assets, and uh, that might have been a Freudian slip. But, uh, yeah, uh, why, why don't they free up some of their own money? You know, it's like these CEOs now, they all want to, they are, they're all asking and begging their employees who are barely getting by to donate to all these liberal causes. Well, guess what? CEOs, you can all go to hell. I won't give you five cents towards these liberal BS causes. Especially when you guys are walking around with your fifteen million dollar check and good for you. I'm not saying it's a bad thing to make money and become a CEO. Kudos to you. You earned it somehow. But stop begging me for money. Stop telling me that it's my responsibility to to donate money to your left-wing liberal causes when you're sitting on a $15 million paycheck. You can stick that. You know where you can stick it. Uh, Let's see. uh, This person says, why do you still live as a rich person? Yeah, absolutely. It's like the people that uh, that are always worried about the Native Americans being offended.
3: Oh, we can't celebrate Thanksgiving because the, the Native Americans were offended by that. And they were all murdered and killed and tortured. Well, then give your
0: house back to the Native Americans because it's sitting on Native American property. Shut your face and give your house back. Because you stole that property from the Native Americans. Give it back. If you don't, then shut your big fat mouth. We don't want to hear it. Uh, The writer says, could it be because you're just another hypocrite piece of, well, I can't use that word on air. Why, yes, it is. Uh, This was far from the first time Bette Midler let loose with an outrageous social media moment. Prior to the first president debate, Midler urged Democratic nominee Joe Biden to kick President Donald Trump in the nuts. She's classy. Uh, She said then, do it again. For the 200,000 people he murdered. Hmm. Let's, let's think about that. Hmm. 200,000 people he murdered Hmm. from a Chinese coronavirus. He wanted to stop people from coming into the country and you and Nancy Pelosi with her dentures rolling around in her mouth, eating her extremely expensive ice cream in front of her extremely expensive refrigerator. You guys were all saying that Trump was a xenophobe and that there was nothing wrong with people coming in from other countries. He just doesn't like people of color. So China, they come up with this coronavirus that seems to be killing a lot of people according to CNN and Jeff Zucker, not according to uh, Gavin Newsom while he's up at his, you know, expensive restaurant with his 25 best friends on their birthday. Hmm. So the Chinese come up with this coronavirus. They spread it around the world. The who covers up for them while they're doing it. And who knows how they created it, whether it was in a lab or in a bat. Either way, the Chinese are the ones that spread this stuff. Trump says, stop coming in from China, and you in your big fat mouth are yelling at him, calling him a xenophobe. But now it's him who killed the 200,000 people. In August, uh, she kind of sort of apologized after a deluge of criticism for calling First Lady Melania Trump as... Uh, An illegal alien during the Republican National Convention saying, oh, God, she still can't speak English. Boy, that sounds a bit racist. Bet. You hag. You sound like a racist hag. Last year, Bet Midler blasted U.S. uh, Senator Ted Cruz as spineless over his response to a mass killing in his home state of Texas at which Cruz returned her venom with kindness. Yeah, because he's a decent human being. But there you go. Bet Midler, the jag-off of the day. All right, I want to end the show. We only got a couple minutes left, maybe four minutes or so. Uh, There's another bar. This one is in Illinois where a man refuses to close down his bar amid second uh, shutdown despite Governor Pritzker's orders. Now, Pritzker, he is the POS that decided to hop on a plane and fly down to Florida for Thanksgiving. And then what did he say when people called him out?
3: Oh, I didn't know there was a shutdown. I'm so sorry, but I already bought my ticket. Unbelievable.
0: Mike Coughlin, Coughlin, owner uh, for 26 years of the Village Tavern and Grill in Carroll Stream, Illinois, says he refuses to shut down, uh, shut his doors despite Democratic Governor JB Pritzker's order closing indoor dining amid the COVID-19 pandemic. At the time of this reporting, researchers at Johns Hopkins University estimate that there have been at least 726,000 confirmed COVID cases across the state with at least 12,985 deaths attributed to the deadly virus. Yeah, but then they went out and they did a study on masks and found out that uh, the masks are a bunch of BS. They're a big fat lie. They buried that statement or that study. It's the only only the studies that, you know, support the narrative. They're the only studies that are going to see the daylight. Uh, In a Tuesday morning interview with Fox News, Coughlin said that uh, if he closes his business, he'll never reopen the doors. I didn't have a choice but to keep my doors open, he explained. For me, it was if I close again. I won't be able to reopen at all. It was a simple choice for me. Eight and a half months ago, we were asked to close down for two weeks to help stop the curve. And here we are, eight and a half months later, asked to close down again. Coughlin said that the uh, request to close down again is unreasonable, especially in light of the money he spent on modifications to comply with state mandates regarding the mitigation of the virus. Yeah, isn't that a bunch of BS? You got to buy all this PPE stuff or we're going to shut you down. Then you go out and you buy all the PPE stuff and then they shut you down anyway. That's what it's like to work for a fascist government. We've spent thousands of dollars on plexiglass, on sanitizing stations, on putting tents out in the parking lot, air uh, purification systems in the restaurant, and we're still asked to close, he said. I've got employees that are counting on me to stay open. Single moms that need this job. He said that he isn't the only business owner in the area making the decision to remain open despite the governor's orders. To me, it's a no-brainer, Coughlin said. I'm not the only one out here. Most of us are staying open out in the area. We have to. We just can't survive by closing the doors. Trying to survive on 25% is crazy as well. If we don't stay open, we can't ever reopen. He insisted, according to a recent report from the Wall Street Journal, Coughlin also recently said, you pay my bills, you pay my taxes, you pay my employees, and I'll close. I'm not going to be the guy with a boarded up building because I follow someone else's science. Yeah, well, your boarded up building will end up getting burnt down by BLM uh, lunatics anyway. So you got to stay open. Oh, and Antifa, I'm sure they'll throw a few Molotov cocktails at the establishment. Uh, Coughlin recently told the Chicago Tribune that his personal attorney advised him that the governor has no authority to shut down indoor dining. That's right. He's not a fascist dictator. There's what we call the Constitution. The freedom of private property. Anybody ever hear that? I believe that's in the Constitution. There's nothing about shutting the, the world down because of the flu. That's not in the Constitution. You don't have the right to do that. Coughlin recently told the Chicago Tribune that his personal attorney advised him that the governor has no authority to shut down. I just read that. We've uh, complied with everything they've asked us to do. Spent thousands on plexiglass and sanitizer and masks, Coughlin said. Of course, it uh, was a hard decision. Absolutely. But the way I look at it, if I close down, I have nothing. If I stay open, there's less risk. What can they do? Well, I guess we'll find out. Hey, I want to thank you for listening to the John Smith show. Uh, We can be seen here Sunday through Thursday night right here on the say what you will radio uh, YouTube channel. You can hear me at 9 a.m. every Monday through Friday on good talk radio, and that's mountain time. You can also see me at 5 p.m. on cutting edge TV on your Roku app. That'll be 5 p.m. mountain time. So check it out. Thanks to Grayfeather Farm, Ranger Rob, Pet Poopy Bags, Fast Concepts, LLC.com and HardyWare.com. Until tomorrow night, take care and God bless.